Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Welcome to Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 239. This is Russ, and it's the three of us tonight with Daryl Taylor and Jim Dietz. It's all the grown-ups. Yeah, we're the adults. Yeah. We're the adults in the room, so we decided to take over and send the kids to bed. The adults, yeah, we're, as I we're say the gr- in air quotes. The grown man. No, it's uh, actually an actual fact. Aaron is off doing his Hollywood stuff as the bon vivant Hollywood web critic that he is. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we, wanted to give a, we wanted to give a shout-out to our good friend, the Chub Toad, who's dealing with a serious bout of pneumonia. He got hospitalized this week. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty pretty heavy uh, stuff, and uh, he is uh, in full recovery and doing okay. Uh, ironic, there's a hospital in this episode. Uh, just as we found out about that, I was watching this. Yeah, so. sure that. But uh, but you know, best wishes to Chubb. I'm sure he's, he'll be uh, he'll be hopping out and eating cake in no time. So yeah, and I th- he better put that. He better calm down and rest. Yeah, and I feel like a total jackass because uh, as we've divvied up some duties at the good old Walking Dead TV podcast due to recent <laughs> events, um, <laughs> privately it was like, yeah, I could edit it. Uh, but it'll be late. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I had some other stuff going on over the weekend. I didn't pay attention. And then I noticed, oh, hey, there's no episode that got posted. And then it was like, well, I thought he was going to do it. And it was like, well, I thought he was going to do it. I didn't even know the episode wasn't posted. And, I th- yeah, I, and, in my head. I yeah, I didn't either. Right. And, I, think it was, I saw Johnny Storer write about it on Facebook. He's like, where's uh, the episode? I'm like. Wow, I thought it was already posted. Yeah. The listeners are great, though. You, you, yeah. we, we've been terrible, but you've been great. And, and I've been understand. Yeah, and I feel like an idiot because uh, you know Chubb didn't respond, and I should have been like, "Hey, that's odd. He normally responds. He usually I, says something, I, right? you know, that he wouldn't be able to do uh-huh. something." So, uh, apologies to all. Um, I think we've kind of got our our separation of duties. Uh, we're meeting of the minds and. Uh, Walking Dead TV Incorporated uh, will be will be on the ball moving forward. So yeah, not only that, but then we dropped the the ball on the um, on the Toby thread, which uh, again uh, I, I think I think some of I I know for me personally I've just gotten complacent that there's some folks that are used to doing certain things and. I just, uh, I just didn't, don't even think about it when totally those people forgot. aren't around yeah. to do those I, things. Totally I, I blame, it, I blame it on the hurricane. You know, we all got separated. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, Daryl and Chubb ended up having to fight an alligator. He and did. Like, he did. I was in, I was in a mansion with a bunch of booze, and then uh, I wanted to you know, be Ru- there. Ru- Russ is like out with this beer making dude and these people in a uh, truck, yeah. and like we all got separated by the hurricane. But yeah, now true. we're back. Now we're back together. We're together, we're together now. Well, most of us. Yeah, yeah, no, some of us still can't make it yet. Aaron will be back. Yeah, so will Chubb. Yeah, but so speedy recovery to to the Chubster. Hopefully, he'll be back next week because I will be on assignment. Um, I I might have to go visit the hospital that we saw in this episode because it was overlooking the capital of Austin, which uh, I will be (laughs) very near next week. 
since not I to be in it though. No, hopefully no, you have a, hopefully no. you have a better time. Uh, yeah, y- yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that afterwards. Whoa. Um, but yes, yes, yes. Um, I am going for work back to the mothership. So, um, a couple couple housekeeping things I want to talk about. Uh, last week we kind of mentioned the death of the AMC announcer. Not to not to be all downer, Debbie Downer about it, but I felt really terrible about not remembering. His name, and I thought that was kind of uh, in poor taste to to bring it up and then not be able to to speak to it uh, a little more detail. But we're talking about Randy Shell, who passed away in July. Um, and Chubb and I have talked about this last week, guys. Uh, he was the guy that's the previously on the you know Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, right, right? And he passed away in a skydiving accident. accident oh, wow. uh, oddly enough, uh, right outside of Houston. Um, and uh, I guess he was a he was like a professional not a professional but he was a trained skydiver and I guess oh, him wow. and another another person collided with each other and um, his his chute didn't open properly because of the collision and, uh, and there's no such thing as is when even when you're trained that is such a dangerous uh, you know hobby. It's such a dangerous thing. As an aside, uh, back when, before we moved back to Houston, when I was still doing the volunteer firefighter thing, um, there was a place outside of San Marcos, Texas, uh, where they did skydiving, where you could, you know, you can go and they take you up in the plane and you do skydiving and stuff. And uh, the fire department would get called out there too often for what they would mm. call a, quote, hard landing. Um, yeah, ouch. And be, be, yeah, exactly. and sometimes it just meant like you know, guy, you know, he just he he just you know, it was too windy or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. my wife being a dispatcher, she's like, yeah, that's that's uh, code for shoot didn't open. Um, yeah, oof, man. Yeah, we saw what happened with the, the being too windy in Deadpool too. Yeah, when you try to parachute, sure. uh, yeah, doesn't end well. So. No, no. So that kind of cured me of my not, not not that I wanted to go skydiving to begin with, but that kind of cured yeah. whatever curiosity I had with that. Yeah, I never had that urge. No. Uh, so just, just I, I'm not I'm not good with heights. You know. I, yeah, I ain't good at all. Heights. So I, I don't think I'd be doing that. No, I don't. I don't. Nah. I'm not a fan of jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, but. Um, but yeah, it's just just really sad news. Uh, I, I didn't yeah. I didn't get catch his age. He didn't look that. He looked like fifties ish. Uh, so young mm-hmm. guy. Um, just, just really unfortunate. Um, and just such an, you know, such an iconic, you know, his voice was so iconic to AMC. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, he did yeah. other voice work obviously, but, but just, you know, he was, he was the AMC guy, not just the working. You don't guy. think about it until you don't have, you don't hear yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, right. not just That's the walking dead, but Mad Men and breaking bad and yeah. you know, all the other yeah. shows. So, uh, so really just, just sad news. Uh, so again, I, I wanted to kind of give, uh, give that a little more attention since I kind of. Brought it up and then uh, didn't didn't do my proper research. Um, and then the the other thing, just real quick, I want to talk about. We talked about opening credits last week. We got on a little little t- tangent on that, uh, and we talked about the, the opening credits for Daredevil. And it's a company called Elastic that did the opening credits, mm-hmm. uh, and they do really cool stuff. They do uh, credits for all kinds of uh, shows. I think they even do like Westworld. So uh, so really cool stuff. So uh, and again, like I said, housekeeping stuff from last week. Just wanted. Uh, so if you were yelling at your iPod uh, or your phone or whatnot, uh, we tried to make it make it right this week. Something real quick I wanted to mention too. Uh, we've been talking off and on about the Walking Dead, the final season, uh, the video game. Uh, by the one exactly one week from the day we're recording this, the uh, next chapter of that uh, called "Suffer the Children" 
uh, will be out. That's chapter two of four parts of the final uh, season four of the Walking Dead video game. And uh, they'll be on December 25th, 2018. And I'm hoping to get together with Aaron and do a special episode maybe halfway through to talk about the first two episodes and then the second two episodes that are coming out November 6th and December 18th. So we're still going to be doing coverage on that. Yeah. Just with all the everything that's been going on, I just wanted to make sure that the people were interested in that, wanted to know we're still going to be covering that. So Yeah, I'm going to play it. I just have to finish uh, taking down the shocker. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a Spider-Man video game, right? At investigating yeah. Kingpin. That Once I do that and save Queens, I mean... Well, something, we, I did, I, you know. something we didn't mention I thought was interesting is that they brought back Gary Witta. Uh, from the first season of the video game to write this final season. Oh, really? Uh, also, cool. the guy who wrote uh, Rogue One, Rogue One yeah. and, and and known for a, a bunch mm-hmm. of writing. Uh, he worked for PC Gamer for years as well, friend of the giant bombcast. I've seen him on there a few times. Yep. So I, I did not know that until recently. I wanted to mention that as well. But we will be covering it. I think the way uh, I, I finished the first chapter, and as long as it was, and if the second chapter is just as long, we should probably break it up into two episodes of the show. So uh, we'll be doing a spoiler cast uh I don't know, probably uh, mid-November sometime in the first two and then the second two. Cool. Cool. I'll make sure I get caught up. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. This episode is entitled MM54, Mile Marker 54. Uh, mm-hmm. And the big thing with this episode is we get the origin of the crazy lady who we find out later. Her name is... Martha. Martha. Oh, why did you hear that name? <laughs> What's that name? How do you know that name? How do you know that name? How you say it? Uh, so I thought that was funny. I'm, I am, uh, I am shocked and disappointed that there isn't a a ton of memes out there after that episode aired uh, oh, related to that because I, I could, I could see it's, it's coming. Yeah, it's kind of- I get, one of the memes I think has been kind of a missing that I, I expected to see was Finding Dory. Oh, oh yes. yes. Like I, I, I like as soon as they all broke up, I'm like, all right, where's the first Finding Dory uh, you know meme going to be with you know, John Dory? But not to be. But here's some there's some meme ideas for you guys. Go go nuts, internet. So, yeah, so Jim, what you're saying is here. once again the internet has disappointed us. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> shocker. Yeah, there's slackers out there. Um, Not the first time. Probably won't be the last. Like it, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, we get so we we get the what a crazy backstory on her though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's I kind of said that that I thought that that would be her deal. I think I, we, when we talked about it, didn't we kind of say kind of that that probably would be <laughs> once more Daryl Damis strikes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with her. It, yeah, it had to be that her super villainy started with with something where you know someone didn't she help fell her. into a vat of chemicals. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone didn't help her at the right time, and now, yeah, right. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, she went crazy. Yeah, but it starts out with, and they were a little coy with it. So it, it the focus is. Uh, oh, and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips directed this episode, by the way. Uh, nice. Oh, yeah, good episode. Good episode from my man, yeah. Diamond. So again, you know, we've we've it's kind of like you know same you know same song as last week, but uh, the direction this this season continues to be to be good. Um, I think I think so, you did a great job. It's so yeah. funny. I, I'm doing. I just finished a rewatch of Brooklyn Nine Nine and him as the gang leader in the prison when Peralta goes uh, undercover in prison. Uh-huh. 
is just hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. You don't think of him as a comedic actor at all. No, because he knows but, how, but he knows how to do it though. Yeah, totally. And uh to my family he directed this, I was like I mean, dude's very multi talented. This is a good episode. Yeah. 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 I, I I so like that it's not some uh big group that they have to fight. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it's and it's, it's more interpersonal than it than, yeah. than it is anything else, and it's not, and it's it's not an it's she's not an overblown over the top kind of. I mean, yes, she is kind of she is crazy, but oh, it, she crazy. The focus isn't on her being the villain. The focus is just, right. I think, on what she does to the group, and then you know, mm-hmm. kind of changing how the way they think about the things. But, um, but yeah, so the it's a nice. I was gonna say it's a nice contrast to like Negan or yeah, the governor, yeah, kind of yeah, I, I main, like on the main show. And plus, I mean, you get her. I mean, this little opening scene here gives us her motivation. I mean, in a nutshell, in like the five minutes or whatever that that they did that it took to do the segment, um, we get we get it all. We understand why she why she is mm-hmm. the way she is, where and she came plausible. from, and it's it is totally plausible. So. Yeah, it's totally plausible for somebody to go through that. Uh, and and feel the way in this world feel the way that they do. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so the episode starts and it's the focus on the husband where he's impaled. He's been impaled. Now, what I want to know is how the heck she. I guess maybe she lost control of the vehicle and. That's <laughs> what I'm. And I don't know how that maybe? guardrail wasn't stuck in the ground. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. so it's stuck in the car and we just we're focused on it's him. Called, hey, hey, it's called suspension of disbelief. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe that our dead can get up and walk around unless we shoot him in the head? But you're uh, gonna, yeah, it, it kind of think about a guardrail. guardrail I mean, come do you on. believe in magic? It, it, it kind of went in. <laughs> it kind of went in and out of my head in about like half a second. So I just right. I thought I'd bring it up, but yeah, it didn't. Uh, well, you've dealt with emergency situations like that's that. why you can do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat there going, "Ooh, that's my brain up. just goes back to how the f- did that happen?" <laughs> um, right, right. So anyway, uh, but yeah, it's a focus on on the husband who's been impaled. Yeah. Uh, he's losing a lot of blood, and then we yeah. we pan over and we see that it's it's who we'll, we'll find out to be Martha, and she's very, you know, what, why why'd you say that? Name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's pretty with it and together, right? Like she's. Uh, you, you know, again, this is before watching watching your loved one bleed out. Like that's oh, the thing, God. right? You you cool in the beginning of this, right? You be calm. You you're gonna work it out. People, someone will stop. If you had to watch your loved one bleed out like that, uh, and no one helped you, and they kept passing by, so that's a different thing. Yeah. So one that's of the, the things thing is like like she had faith. Yeah, yeah, she did. Someone would help yeah. her. That's, right. That's why she didn't start freaking out until it went on and on. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things. So was it kind of a? Did it seem to you guys that this was at the beginning of the outbreak? Like that this was early on? Because that's what I was assuming. That's me too. Yeah, I, the same thing. Just because a the number of cars that kept coming by and b like you could mm-hmm. see off in the distance like stuff was on fire and and things yeah. like that. And she looked at the thing. So she, like when she first saw that Walker, she looked. She looked at it like she'd not seen one right. before. Yeah, um, yeah, that was my take on it as well. Uh, yeah, so she she's trying desperately to get you know somebody to to. I mean, at this point, it <laughs> it doesn't really matter if somebody stopped or not. I mean, the guy the guy wasn't going to make it. Um, but right. but it wasn't the point. It's the point that nobody, you know, she she tried flagging cars down on the road. They swerved mm-hmm. around her. You know, nobody was going to help. Uh, no matter what, uh, no matter how how she much she pleaded for somebody to to just stop. 
like that real it, it it so reminded me of that case that you always use a people always use an example of in new york because we you know living in new york you always oh, hear kitty, it kitty genovese uh you, yeah with the, the she was yep. being murdered outside and people heard it like she was okay. in an area where there was all these people and no one everybody assumed everybody else called the police yeah no one called the police and stuff like that happens and so like to see that and see her go through that um well, I like i didn't want to say the, i like I, it huh i also think i'm sorry i also think you have the extra layer of you know it's not that people are just ignoring her or whatever it's that that outbreak was going on and everybody was you know dealing with the chaos of that too yeah. so it's like yeah. even an, an, another layer of nobody helping her you know right and but it I, I, agree with, I agree with russ you know that the reason i mean because i mean like at the beginning she seems pretty sure that someone's going to come along and help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it was, you know, after the outbreak, she probably wouldn't have thought that way at all. No, but, it, but, but if it was before the outbreak, I mean, we all think, you know, if we're in Iraq, you right. know, oh, OnStar, you know, my phone, whatever, you know, somebody's going to come help. All right. And in her mind, it, exactly. When you're going through it in your mind and you're thinking of the world and the way it used to be. Right. Uh, you, you're thinking, you know, this is going to be fine. He's going to, you know, we're going to get through this. Everything's going to be Okay. And for that to like just slowly drain away all hope, like all hope for her, just just slowly drains away, and and um, he's gone. Yeah, you do, you would you'd be angry, like you, the rage you would feel. Um, for some, it probably would never go away, yeah. which it hasn't for her. Right. Uh, it, it wasn't like they have counseling in the in the new world, do they? No. You just have to deal with it. Um, but I like that she's like in every person. Like she's not, you know, like she she looks like in person you'd see any any anywhere yeah, every yeah, day. Just, yeah. You know, like, and and that's what I like also. Like this is not The Walking Dead where everybody is, you know, either a superhero or a super, super uh, dangerous villain type. Like this is, you know, Fear of the Walking Dead should be different. And it, it is. Um, this is just someone who was in the wrong place, the wrong time, and one tragedy that changed. It could either make you turn good or bad, and it made her turn totally bad. Uh, and to watch her, this act, and plus she's a good actress anyway. Uh, she's a stage actress yes, too. Yeah. Um, and so to watch her emotionally, to watch her just go, just just to go to another place emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, from when you first see her in that car to when she's on the ground just having no hope anymore. Um, and then as they do that little uh, uh, thing of her walking around just killing folks left and right with a little musical montage, I was like, wow. Well, and she, you know, after her husband dies and he turns, and then she has mm-hmm. to pick up that glass and stab and take him, and out. Take him out. Yeah, And then. Uh, she digs his grave by hand. I mean, she literally. First of all, imagine c- that. I couldn't too. imagine how she had to get him out of the car. Like that's a, exactly that's not a good situation. No. Um, and then to drag him off the road, and then literally dig mm-hmm. this grave by hand. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, so again, it makes sense now why we see her with the dirt all over her face. Like it makes like yeah. I get it now. It's you know because she she's total dirt. It doesn't even matter to her. Yeah. Anymore. Like I, I, you know, to feel that, to 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 smell that blood, the the body, to be to look at that person that you loved, 
the, you know, to sit there dead. It's one thing to even see someone you love in a casket. It's a terrible feeling, right? But imagine to have to, yeah, to bury them and t- first take them out the vehicle and all that and drag them because he was a big dude too. For her to have to drag them and all yeah. that kind of stuff, the things it would do to your head. And she's still alone. Like, and all through this, she's alone. Yep. There's no one there to help her. I mean, the things that this would do to you emotionally and, and mentally, I, I couldn't even imagine, yeah. uh, you know, what she went through, what she lost. Because she lost her humanity. Yeah, yeah. She, right. And, and they both died yeah, in that car. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, so she has to kill, before, before he dies, she has to kill a, a walker with a, there's a rake that's in the road a, with a mm. wood handle. And so she has to kill a walker with that. And then so after she buries her husband, she deals with all that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and there, there's a lot of passage of time. Like she waits all night for somebody yeah. to come. Then he turns. Yeah. Then she waits there. Then she buries him. Then it's then she mm-hmm. sleeps on the grave. Then it's the next morning. Like you could tell, you know, they, they purposely show like days passing where she's had, she's been dealing with this. Right. Um, and then the next time we see her is we see the truck stop. We see the lady get out. She puts the box down. And uh, Martha, that's when they have the exchange about who, you know, what her name is. And she stabs the woman with the, so at this point, it's just the, she's, she's, she's gone Morgan, right? She just has the yeah, wood stick totally. from the, from the rake. And it's obviously been through, mm-hmm. been through some, some business and, uh, right. and she stabs him. What, what to me, what was awesome about this, this sequence coming up was that she used one box person to kill the next box person to kill yeah. the next box person. It was like it was like she was using bait. Yeah, it was like bait. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, yeah. Because uh, it's a ritual with her. Like even the way she's been killing all through the show, it's been a ritual, right? She kills one, the one she's already has, like a pet or whatever, or or weapon. She uses it like a gun yeah, almost, yeah. and she. It, when she she loses that one, she kills that one, and then she once she makes a new one, and it's all she always has to do is like it's, and you when you hear when you talk about um, serial killers, which she's become one, um, they always have a ritual of how they kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch these shows, these real life, uh, you watch some of these real life documentaries, yeah. or don't. If you want to really sleep at night, yeah, you know? I know. I've been watching that. I'm a killer on Netflix. It will, it will, it will, it will scare the crap out of you. Yeah. But I like how they set this up because without ex- having to really explain it in words for us to see it all through the the uh, it's well directed to for us to, to see all of that and get all of that from the from the acting. Uh, well, I, thought, and, I thought it was smart that instead of having her tell us her story somehow. Yeah, I like it this way. It, it just showed us, and yeah. I thought that worked a lot better. It, it totally um, And it was short and sweet, totally. right? Like, you know, we've seen yeah. it when, yeah. well, we, thankfully, we haven't seen it with Negan. Like, I I, I, I oh, hope they, goodness, they, they no. don't. But, like, with the governor, like, we got that whole episode of, you know, it was right. just one whole episode direct uh, de- um, dedicated to his, you know, quote unquote backstory. Yeah. And so. And then re explaining later yeah, on yeah. in more episodes. Yeah. So the fact that they were just we don't need it. about it, I think, was yeah, it's not good. They did it really well. Yeah, yeah. they totally did. And of course, it ends her her flashback part of it ends with her getting on the radio and having that conversation with Morgan. So instead of seeing it from his side, now we see it from her side, which, which I, I thought was also. cool. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and so then we get the uh, 
the the new uh, transition, the the new you know opening sequence that mm-hmm. that we get, which showed the, what it looked like the truck that was uh, on fire. So again, it, it continues to tell the story of of the season uh, in the and it and it also connects to this family, right? Because that's what they felt they needed to be tough. You know, like they were like, we lost people. We need to be, we need to be tough and mean. And, you know, like they all tried to be that, those ruthless killers. Yeah. And it really didn't work out well for them at all. Um, and again, Morgan comes around and they're like, he is really a kid. <laughs> like he can be a ruthless yeah. killer. If he wants to be like you, you try to be one. He, he has been one. Yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting. You got the spectrum of like what Madison and her kids were trying to be. Yeah. On the opposite side, you have you know Martha, mm-hmm. and then in the middle you have Morgan, who's been on both sides of that. Yeah, he's right. been he's been, been the crazy, that. you know, mm-hmm. killing everybody. I mean, in back in the clear, and he's right. been the redeemer. So he knows and, what it is. I mean, he knows what you know. It's both sides. He's like the only you know one what who does. Is. You know what it is. Oh, you know what it is. Oh, you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. I know what it is, but do you know what it is? I know what it is. Do you? I don't know because keep saying Martha. I don't know why you say that name. I just hope everybody gets that reference. Yeah, I hope not everybody saw that movie. I know. Just laugh with us, please. But we come so after the after the break, we come back and we go back to the shootout, right? So they're in the back of the truck. To me, it was so that was diesel in the ba- in the back that got shot, right? I mean, that wasn't. I, it was I'm, a steel drum, so I don't think tank. there was water in it. I'm pretty sure that no, was diesel. no. I think they. No. Hit, I thought they hit the. Tank. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. how Morgan knows the explosions coming. Yeah. I mean, right. So you know, we cut out and we see that you know the truck's been all shot up. She goes to make uh, Martha goes to make another pass in the APC, and uh, it's and that's when Al says, "Oh, she she used up all my ammo because obviously she made another pass mm-hmm. and didn't shoot again." Um, right. but the, the front of the truck is on fire. So everybody, you know, the, everybody has to get out. Um, and, uh, I love it. Wendell's like going to be the hero, right? Like he's, <laughs> and Jim is like, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to, yeah, like, what are you like, going to do? do with this situation? Um, and he, he goes to look and of course his, his wheelchair, which is mounted on the side, which, you know, he's kind of got this hoist that he, you know, uses to get in and out of the, out of the truck and, uh, right. his wheelchair has been busted up. Uh, but he he's able to get out, and so you know when Martha spins around, then the, you know they they kind of have their little uh, back and forth, and she you know yells at, at Morgan. You know this whole thing, she just keeps trying to tell Morgan like I know, I know who you are, I know what you are. Come back, yeah. come back to the dark yeah. side. You know what it, you know what it is, Morgan. Yes, exactly. You know, <laughs> feel the hate, the anger. That's all she kept telling yeah. her about. That's all. Uh, like you're a kindred spirit, but. Wendell tells her, you know, don't move or, you know, he'll 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 shoot her. And, of course, she moves and he, he's able to get a shot off. He, oh, he shot yeah, her. Yeah, he right. wings her in the shoulder. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, and she's able to, to kind of get back in the truck. Uh, and as the thing's on fire, they realize that uh, Jim and, and Sarah need to get out. So they all leave the truck. And, of course, it explodes and blows up. And after all that happens, Martha just get just, just takes off on down the road and, and just – does her does her thing so she leaves them all out there uh with the 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 18 wheeler at this point with everything in it has has completely blown up uh, sky high in the sandbox yes yes that was my favorite line of the episode yes and the fact that they both said it <laughs> apart from each other was what cracked me up yeah right uh, right yeah. yeah 
Um, so we cut we cut over to Alicia and Charlie, who they're they're still trying to find the crew. They're you know they're they're compatriots uh, who they've been separated from. And was it just me or did you guys get a serious like Sarah Connor vibe out of Alicia? Like she. Oh, that's all I kept thinking you know, the about. The hair's back, yeah. the tank top, the kind of yeah, the badass. I could see that. All I kept yeah. thinking about the jeans, yeah. even the way they, the the cut of the jeans and the way that they did her hair. Yeah, it all reminded me of 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 Sarah of Sarah Connor. Sarah uh, so I thought that was oh. cool. It always comes back to to Arnold Schwarzenegger. It doesn't always it? does. It should. It oh, always should. goes back to him. Kill me, kill me now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, there's a get, the, oh, there's a get in the chopper and uh, in the new chopper, yes, in the new but predator. It's not what you think, oh and it's, no, I bet they messed it up. It's anyway. Not a good moment. Now, sorry if that's only moment spoiler. would have been good is if Arnold Schwarzenegger says it because he's in the damn movie. Yeah. Does anybody say Dylan, you son of a bitch, and have a cool manly handshake? <laughs> no, that would have been. Dude, that would have been better than what like I witnessed that. in that movie. Yeah. Dudes ain't got muscles like that, man. The handshake of the decade. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I want handshake. I want. I want muscles. I want handshakes with the muscles bulging. I want a dude shaving his head with a big razor with no with no shaving cream, water or or, guy, or shaving cream. Guy chewing a uh, water chewing tobacco. Exactly. Like toddler's head. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, man. Give me that. Bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. Like a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Tune into our spoiler cast about the Predator. Let's get back to the Sorry, yes. Off track. Tune back into it. Now we go back. The train's over here. The track's over there. Let's get it on. (laughs) We go back to the Walking Dead. Um, So, yeah. So, as they start, uh, it's funny. Sarah starts talking to Al and... Mm. uh, Sarah mentions that she was a she was a marine, and so we kind of you, you saw how Al just goes into mode even without the the video yeah. camera. It's like it's almost like she's done this so many times yeah. that it's like it's just old habit. She just she just automatically just and I, and I think that's what they were trying to get her to do. Like you know, she just kind of felt for a while. It's like I don't have my camera, so I can't do this. And I think you know, especially Morgan was trying to convince her like you don't need the camera. Like do what it is no. you do. Um, would you do so so i thought that was cool so morgan sees the sign for the hospital jim thinks that's a terrible idea and to the point where he's like yeah i'm just gonna keep on going like i'm i'm right. screw you guys uh, I, you you go to the hospital i'm just gonna keep going which they're walking away from a horde so we, we kind of blew past that but after mm-hmm. the accident the explosion it drew in a horde from all the noise and the in the fire and everything and they've pretty much been walking down the road, having to pull poor Wendell like on a sled um, right. to stay ahead of this this horde that's coming. And Morgan says, "Look, we can get to the hospital um, because uh, at this point, Luciana has a concussion, or they think she does. She's she's kind of in bad shape." And uh, and June says, "Like she needs we we need to she needs to be able to examine her." Uh, so they see the sign mm-hmm. for that hospital, and they start heading that way. Um, Again, it's cool because we the world is dangerous, right? We we got to go back to remembering that the walkers are the the dangerous yeah. part, right? It's, it's for a long time. I mean, the parents show the walkers have not been the threat at all. No, they're nothing. 
it's been enough. the saviors and it's been the, the yeah. different factions and everything. The, the, when they are a threat, you forget about, and the, it's it's because mm-hmm. the group uses them as a threat. Like they, they right. yeah. steer yeah. the war. They're weaponized, and, yeah. yeah. Right. But, but I, now, did write, I did write down the line that Sarah says to uh, Jim. Though. She goes, you wouldn't even be here if Momo hadn't saved your ass from those meat munchers. You owe the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, so they get in this big argument about going to the hospital, and eventually, um, Morgan is able to convince him. That, basically, it's going to be Jim on his own if if he wants to go down that road. And I think he starts right. seeing how close they're coming, and he decides to to go with them. Um, so they 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 get to the hospital, and they kind of start barricading themselves in. Uh, and this is when we have a conversation with Wendell, where he explains what happened to him, like. Um, I think everybody thought that he maybe was paralyzed after the the the, the outbreak. You know that that it was yeah, that's the assumption people would always yeah, make. It probably yeah. uh-huh. um, or it happened as an adult or whatever. And he's like, nope, he's, he's right. been in the wheelchair since he was ten. He was out. Yep. You know, they were playing basketball. There was a kid that didn't see their book. Went in the street. Kid didn't see the car. Wendell went to try and save him. The kid got up. He he didn't. Um, yeah, there was no radioactive sludge. There was nothing yeah, there to, yes, yes. To, to make Wendell a, a superhero. This, this is this is a very comic booky superhero show. I think now we've just took it really, really nerdy tonight. Yes. But I mean, that doesn't take like uh, that doesn't turn him cynical. You know what I mean? He's still no, he wants to makes him want to even help people more, and that's why he applied to the Marines. And know? that's what I thought was cool because. It, you know, again, we talk about lazy writing from time to time. It would be easy for him to be like, "Oh yeah, that's why he's bitter," because he's not really bitter. Um, no, no, he's not bitter. He's, he's a realist. I mean, he understands his sister's. Yeah, bitter. he understands, it's but he's not bitter. Um, so it was kind of no. like, "Oh, that's why he, he's like." No, I tried to. That made me want to help people even more. Um, no. Then I saw like, Captain America, cause, but then there was no scientist to come in and give him the super serum. Right, and didn't. Uh, Anyway, I mean, there's like, like we say, there's this uh, sliding spectrum, you know, of like, you know, between total cynicism and, and yeah. on, on the, you know, on Martha's side and then, you know, hope or whatever on like yeah. the John Dory side and everybody kind of falls somewhere in between. And, you know, I mean, Wendell definitely falls more toward the Dory side, you know, and uh, he has since before what's happened. But like you say, he's a realist, but like he, do, he does want to help rather than, you know. Just you know, anarchy. Everybody for themselves. Which you don't think of right because they they stole a truck when yeah, we first yeah. found out about right. it. So you really wouldn't think that that would be his story. Um, but yeah, so he says he you know he tried to help. He even tried to join the Marines, and then the you know the the recruiter basically laughed him out of out of his office, and so he kind of felt mm-hmm. um, dejected at, at that point. But again, Al's interviewing him. Al's trying to get to get the story. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so then we cut back to Alicia and Charlie again, and Charlie is thinking that they're so their car runs out of gas. They they take a can. They're going to try and go find see if they can find some some gas, and they're moving in away from where the group where the rest of the group should be. And Alicia at this point is like, "Look, we're never going to find them. I'm going to take you to Galveston, uh, which that's mm-hmm. it's that's almost a heck of a it's war. almost like she's scared to find them because she might find them dead or yeah. something. Like she's almost." Yeah. And she, she's almost in fear. She's, of it. she's on this mission to you know, Char, you know Charlie, you know the the whole thing with the beach and whatever, and they're gonna yeah go on to Wally World. Yeah. she has to take her to Wally World. They probably should have gone to like maybe Port Aransas. I don't know that Galveston. If I was really Jonesing for the beach, yeah. that's maybe not where. Yeah, 
If you like brown water, Galveston's your place. Yeah. <laughs> Poo water. It's just dirty sand. It's just brown sand. So it, it anyway. Oh, it's, man. Also the home of very cheap tequila. <laughs> oh, that makes me mad right there. So that's not too far from when I, where I lived in Texas, and Galveston was always the tourist trap. But like a little ways up or down the coast, either way, is like where the real nice beaches are. Yeah. So mm. spent many a summer as a youth on. Uh, Did you say Ute? Ute as a Ute? Um, I became a man on those beaches, but that's a different story for another day. <laughs> another day. Oh, yeah. you know, Donnie's going to ask me about this. Oh, well, he can ask me that. You can hear about it. Nothing's on there. <laughs> Yeah, so... Well, you're in Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we cut back to the crew. They're in the hospital, and uh, they decide they're going to try and find a way out because the, the walkers are starting to come in. They're having to barricade the doors, um, and they realize that they need to keep going up, um, you know, up higher to, to get away from them. And at one point, they realize... Well, they asked... Then they they asked Morgan like what to do because yes. they do look at him yes, like, like uh, uh, you are the leader. Uh, the yeah, you, I don't know whether you realize this or not, but we follow you. Um, and he he makes the decision to go up further. So they decide to they decide to go up, um, or, or they the, they get split off. They're they're trying to find their way. Um, and then Al talks to to Sarah, and Sarah asked her, you know, well, you know, uh, oh, so you're a marine, and she's like, well. I didn't. I forget how she put it, but she basically said, "Like, I didn't. I didn't serve out my full term. Uh, basically, she quit ahead of time." And she's like, "Well, what? Right. You know, what, what was the deal?" And she's like, "Well, I didn't. I didn't like their. She had an issue with their recruiting practices or something. So, but we, what we find is like once they rejected Wendell and they wouldn't take him at all, she said, "Screw this, and uh, I'm I'm with my brother." And uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so she bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, as as uh, once they realize that things are are getting a little out of hand, uh, and they're they're the the group is split off into different parts of the hospital, um, and of course the walkers get through, and Jim and Morgan get attacked, uh, and uh, Morgan looks like he's going to be be overrun by two of them. Jim is overrun by one, which you know we know Jim's a, Jim makes beer. Jim doesn't fight. Um, yeah, Jim. Jim just survives. Yeah. I just wonder how Jim has gone this long without ever having to take out a walker. But I yeah. know, I, I know. Guess he's been focused yeah. in his building with his beer. But I understand that. But I mean, yeah, you think at least oh, one. Never. I mean, somebody he, he it, yeah never had yeah. to go against one at all. Um, so he kind of tussles around with one. He's able to to stab it and take care of it. Morgan took care of his. Um, you know, we see that Jim goes through a window with one at, at one point, so they, they've had a bit of a of, of a scuffle. Um, and then the, the the walkers are coming in. That's when they decide to they start going up the stairs. Um, and they keep, you know, they you know get second floor. They have to keep going up, keep going up, because not not only are they fight, facing the walkers that are outside, but based on there's there's some walkers with scrubs and stuff at some of the stairwells, and and they've like chained off the doors and stuff. So they're also dealing with walkers that are inside the hospital, obviously. Um, and they were. I just like flashback. I just like flashback to the hospital at the, uh, um, the parent yes. show. Yeah. Yeah. The whole hospital storyline. I'm like, yeah. oh man, I hope they're not here for a long, long yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they realize that they need to try and get up to the roof, but they can't really get to the roof. 
uh, because the, the the roof has collapsed at one point and they can't they can't get any higher. And so that's when June says, "Hey, they put the generators on the roof in case there's flooding." So you should be able to go and see if you could start up the generators and we get the elevator and we could take the elevator up. And so Al and uh, and Sarah split off to go try and get up to the uh, to the generators. Uh, Sarah, re- at, at, at one point, the, the walkers are coming and Al says, look, we're both not going to get out of here. Like, you go, go back and be, you know, be with your brother. I'll go and get these, uh, get this generator going uh, and and get everything running so um so sarah kind of reluctantly surprisingly i mean she's you know she's reluctantly doesn't want to doesn't want to go she wants to stay with alan and get this thing going um but but realizes that she's right like if they they, you know they're once they're in there they'll the entrance will be swarmed and there's no way they'll they'll both get out so uh so she leaves al to it Uh, eventually al gets the generator going the crew gets to the roof um and and Mer- and Merle is up there and he's handcuffed. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, no, 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 Wrong. different show, different show, Jim. Um, oh, but yeah, but Jim mentions that he's oh, it's just a scratch, you know, it's a bunch of glass. It's, and we all knew yeah, that's yeah, what we yeah, all said. My eyes immediately rolled as soon as he said, yeah. I knew it as soon ah, as he had like his. So earlier he kind of has that heartfelt. So that was the the only part of the writing that really bugged me this episode was he has that heart to heart with Morgan and he's like, "Hey man, like you know, thanks. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't have been such a douche and and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And then when they get up on the roof, he's like, "Man, this is all your fault. You get you you, you know, it's your fault yeah. we're here." He just totally backtracks yeah. everything he just said. He does. Um, and and he starts does. giving him a hard time again. I kind of, I kind of thought he wasn't going to make it because whenever someone focuses on that one thing too much, a lot of times they don't make well, it. Well, once he, once he like, apologized to Morgan, of, I was like, okay, he's done. Like that's yeah. It. But when you, when you're like, when you make too many plans for the future, yeah, that, that's usually a, a tell in this world that you ain't going to yeah. make it. Uh, so June looks at him and sees, yes, that he's he's been bit, and Jim. It was actually kind of a cool moment because he's like freaking out. You know, he just doesn't. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's. Yeah. You don't take it well. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 on the that's on the other show. Yeah. Where you just be like, I right, unless right. you're unless you're Herschel, you just cut it yeah. off. Right. Yeah. Right. In the in in a, in a world where you're not used to all this stuff, he didn't ask for his pen and his you, paper and his notebook. Exactly. He didn't write his memoir. He didn't write a song. He didn't write his memoir. Didn't write a song. I played a guitar. Uh, uh, so yeah, the, the other thing I noticed from them being on the roof is, uh, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, but it definitely looks like they're outside of Austin, uh, because you can see the mm-hmm. capital, uh, in the distance where the, the capital of Austin looks a lot like it's, it's got the dome and, and the, and the spire at the top, just like the, it, it's very reminiscent of the, uh, the U S Capitol in Washington, DC, um, in, in Austin, but you could tell too, like there's the Sheraton, like I, I just, just knowing the area and looking at it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much, they took a shot of Austin and composited it in. Um, so, so they're, they're close to Austin, which makes it if, 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 uh, Alicia, well, and it's funny because it, it, it adds up because, uh, Charlie even told Alicia like Galveston, like that's a couple, a few hundred miles away, which if they were, Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were in and around the Austin area, yeah, Galveston would be you know, about 200, 225 miles away. So that lines up for all you uh, sticklers of geography. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if you're you. stickler geography, you would have been out a long time ago with the, <laughs> That's right. the Alexandria stuff, I'm yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so that you know, so they're kind of stuck on the roof and now they're they're kind of in a in a in a pickle because it's like, okay, they can't there's no way off the roof. Al is stuck in the generator room. Jim's been bit. Like like things are things are kind of a mess for them. Uh so we cut back to Alicia and Charlie and uh that's when they they kind of have their disagreement on on the way forward. Like Charlie thinks that going to Galveston's a dumb idea. Alicia's just trying to do the right thing. Like she kind of breaks down and says, "You know, I thought if I could just do this one good thing, like if I if if just this yeah. one thing I could do, uh that things things would be better." And uh and then they they as they're walking, they come across water and Alicia or Charlie says, look, you, it's, it's the beach. Like we're here. Like you didn't intend to, but she, you know, they're like, Hey, this isn't on the map. And they're like, well, it must've flooded from, from the storm. And so it became like a parent, like a a child with like you, you had to adopt this kid uh, and you're not equipped to do this and you're freaking out. And then the kid feels bad for you. And is trying to make it like you know it's yeah. okay. We, right. you, you did it. You did it. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, so they find there on the beach, and then Charlie finds the hat, which is John Dory's hat. And mm-hmm. uh, as they look up and look across the water, I, I think Charlie's like, you know, tells Alicia, "Look," and it's like, "Oh my god!" So and then it cuts. So I, I think the assumption is they they see Strand and John Dory on the other side of the of the lake. I, I'm assuming that's, that's what, what's going on. Gotta um, be. Yeah, gotta be that. Yeah, or else she wouldn't have smiled like yeah. that. Or, yeah, yeah. It wasn't smiled. like holy crap, we're screwed. Kind of, kind of thing. It was yeah. like, hey, I know those guys. Um, I know you. So we got two episodes left. Damn, um, already just yeah. two, and that's the way the episode ends. This season going by so fast. It is. It has. I think that's a good sign, though. You yeah, that is. Yeah, it's not. Not, 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 not. Oh my god! There's four like, more like, episodes of this. Like, oh exactly. man! Why won't it end? Some of the other seasons that were not as. Uh, yeah, we've been through that. Like, why won't this show end? Now we're like, damn! Everything's going in. Yeah, why? Why it gotta be so fast? Stay with us for a minute. And the more we see of the parent show, the previews they do, I'm 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 pretty intrigued by what's going on. I mean, I like the whole. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it when it hits, but the whole fact that it's like now they're having to you know get on horseback and you know they're they're having to try mm-hmm. and you know uh, do things where it's like yeah, gas doesn't stay good forever, and you know cars aren't everywhere, and there's not you know an infinite supply of bullets and and stuff like that. So, right. Yep. It's interesting. It's showing some thought. You know, they're like kind of thinking a little, you know, thinking forward what would actually happen in such a situation. You know, it's kind of cool. It'll be interesting, like you said, to see where they go with it. Agreed. I am digging it. I'm digging it. All right. You know what? You know what else is also interesting, guys? What else? What? Go into DCBService.com and check out what they have on sale. I did just this week. What? I went to InStockTrades.com this week and I placed an order. 
I'm, by the way, if you listen to the latest Nothing's On, you realize I'm working on my segues. So. Yeah, he's been, oh, mm-hmm. he's been on fire with I've the I've been segues. on fire with the segues lately, and I'm going to continue uh, to do that. I think he went to Sedway School. And just, yes, I did. I went to Sedway College. Yeah, he went to Sedway College. It's right next to the Clown College. <laughs> <laughs> but not Segway, not, not the other Segway. Don't, don't, don't go no, to that No, no, I'm not going to not gonna um, ride on a Segway. I'm not that. I'm not that white and nerdy. Sorry. I don't. But DCBService.com. They are not white and nerdy at all, my friends. They are the place you want to go to save money, and saving money is cool. Um, if you would like to get caught up on The Walking Dead in the um, in the graphic novels and the uh, the comic books, and uh, they have them in all different kinds. They have the, the soft paperback version. We have the giant uh, telephone book compendium versions. We have the nice, beautiful hardbound omnibus, you know, omnibus editions. Uh, all those are available at DCB Service at a fraction of what you'd pay for them on Amazon or anywhere else for that matter. I'm talking 20, 30, 40, sometimes even 50% off. Uh, some of the deals they have right here, uh, some of the new deals this week, uh, Umbrella Academy is going to be a series coming from Netflix. We're going to see the first trailer at New York Comic Con in just about a month or so, well, less than a month, I guess, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the new Umbrella Academy comic, Hotel Oblivion. Forty percent off cover price three ninety nine. You pay two thirty nine. A mere pittance. Um, we have a lot of really cool stuff uh, at DCB Service. I'm looking at some really a really nice um, uh, Batman uh, statue here. If you're a friend, if you're a fan of Batman, uh, Martha. Yeah, exactly. Twenty uh, percent off on that. We have a really cool uh, Rocky uh, puppet. It's a box. It's a Rocky boxing puppet. Get out of here! It's like one of those you know Mexican wrestler boxing puppets, but it's Rocky, and it definitely looks. It is. It that is. is that is twenty percent off. Um, as I said, all of the uh, Walking Dead comics are available there at, at huge discounts. They deliver them to you in a timely fashion and with a uh, in really good condition. As uh, Russ will tell you, he is a bit of a stickler when it comes to his books, and, and oh, yeah. uh, you know. Oh yeah, not not just anyone will do. No. Um, he uh, he definitely, and he will he will back me up when I say that uh, DCB service. If if your book gets to you and it's in rough shape, they will they will make it right. And uh, talking, we talked last week about some of the weird chia pets, like the Golden Girls chia pets are coming out with. They also have added, yeah, Golden Girls chia pets. They also have Bob Ross chia pet, uh, Slimer from the Ghostbusters. Now you're making pet. that up. You're I'm not. Up. Go to DCB Service and see for yourself, my friend. Uh, wow. I'm looking at. They have a Deadpool chia pet. A here's one that makes sense. A Groot chia pet. Now that that kind of makes sense. Chia. But I guess they're going out with these whole new um, stra- Dustin from Stranger Things. I'm looking at here all three of the Golden Girls, all in chia pet form. I'm so that would Golden be Girls. I'm that would be a fun gift to get somebody for Christmas. Oh, did I say Christmas? That's right. Christmas is just around the corner. Halloween just around the corner. Yeah. If you want geeky supplies for Halloween, if you want geeky props, like I'm looking right now, is this really cool? Um, it's a lunchbox in the shape of Link's shield from uh, the you know the Legend of Zelda. It's twenty five percent off. That would be a cool prop to use for your costume as Link. You could order it now and have it in time for Christmas. Um, yeah, they have all three, Blanche and uh, Blanche included, uh, and the, the Chia Pet Golden Girls. But that's just the kind of fun stuff you can find if you dive deep into their site. Um, oh, a new James Bond 007 comic by Greg Pak is on a 50% off this week at uh, DCB Service. So, again, they have great prices, great people to work for or work with. Um, 
I'm sure they'd be great people to work for too. I just never have, uh, but you know, and and the, you're not going to get like lost in the shuffle like you will at a big box retailer or some anonymous, you know, reseller on Amazon. Uh, they're an actual established business. They've been around for, I'd say, a decade now. Well, more than that, probably yeah, longer than more. Yeah, and uh, they they have a great reputation. They have great prices, and they're great people to you. You know, I feel good about giving my money to small businesses rather than giant faceless corporations. And Christina Merkel so, uh, just announced was she she's now president of the is it the comic book legal legal defense fund? She's or put on the board. I think so, something like that. Wow, I just saw something. I'm going to have to get because I'm geekier than most. The Crisis on Infinite Earths Deluxe Companion set. Oh, you dared. Yeah, it's all the crossover issues. You dared. But yeah, uh, if you are looking to get a gift for a geeky person in your life, or if you just want to get a gift for yourself, treat yourself, for God's sake. Treat yourself. Exactly, treat yourself. The DCB service is a place to get more bang for your buck and uh, more stuff for your money. Uh, Definitely go there. Their DCB service or their uh, sister site, InStockTrades.com. And you will be pleased with the results. And we thank them for their continued sponsorship. That's right. Or or buy me that Golden Girl Chia. Hey, Christmas is coming, buddy. It's, it's yeah, in the buy realm me of, that. It's in the, it's in the realm of possibility. <laughs> and I'll, I will sing on my Instagram the whole theme song for the Golden Girls. But will you dress like Blanche? Uh, you know it. Okay, well, there you go. You have a, you've been challenged, listeners. If you want to see... <laughs> Too bad you're not on Instagram, though, right? <laughs> I'm on the grams. Are you on the grams? I, I thought am it was on the insta. The was... No, kids, no call it, kids, kids call it the grams. Yeah, it's the grams yeah, now. That's what I know. I'm sorry, it. the youngs. The yeah. youngs call it the grams. The youngs call it the grams. Okay. So uh, there, there's our sponsorship out of the way. And That's right. On to the right. Tobies, right? Yeah. Ooh. So, Daryl, what's your, what's your toe? What do you give this episode? Uh, I will give this episode. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I I loved the backstory and I enjoyed the acting and I love how they set up this villain and uh you know the the whole group and how we learn more about the uh, the the new guys. Uh, I will give it four out of five. I really dug it. I didn't I didn't have anything to complain about for this uh, episode, which has been. The way the season has gone, I haven't had anything really to complain about. It's been such a good season, so I will I will definitely give it that four out of five, Tobies. Jim, I give it a four, I give it a four out of five as well. It was a solid episode, well directed. Again, I like the way they gave us the backstory on Martha. I like the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most exciting thing I've seen happen in the hospital ever on Walking Dead. Oh yeah, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with that, and um, yeah, I'll give it four out of five, Tobies for sure. I'm making a hat trick. I'll also give it a four. Again, solid episode. I, I The direction continues to be good, uh, both the direction as in the way the show is going and the direction as in the technical side of, of it. And uh, having Lou Diamond Phillips come in and do such a such a bang-up job I thought was was awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious with two episodes left how this is all going to come together. Uh, and hopefully... Uh, I'll definitely be out next week, but hopefully I'll be back the week after. Um, we'll see. But. For the print, for the uh, season finales. Yes, yes, yes. Season finales. But who cares what we think, guys? Nobody. Nobody. I don't. 
No. I don't give a howl. I'm I, don't, what I, I, don't, think. I don't care what I think. We have an awesome uh, Facebook group for that. Um, if you'd like to join the Facebook group, and we just got a few new members today, actually. Um, then it's, it's the Walking to TV podcast Facebook group. Look for us on the Facebooks. I hear it's very popular with the youngs. And uh, join up the group, and, and you can give us your Toby and then Buster ratings uh, in the coming uh, season of the parent show, the, you know, the, known as The Walking Dead. But for Toby's, it's Fear the Walking Dead. And we had a little bit of a mix-up with the Toby thread this week, but thank you, everybody, for hopping in and helping out with that. Appreciate it. And we start off with Brent Jones. Uh, three discombobulated podcast groups out of five. It's a fair cop, dude. Okay. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> Um, glad beer guy is a goner. Hate that guy. Glad they didn't waste too much time on bad girl's backstory. She's a bad guy. Just have a bad guy, and it's annoying. I'd really hope they'd be reunited by now and on to the next story. Thanks, Charlie. I'm, yeah, I'm the bad guy now. I'm the bad guy. I'm the captain now. I'm the bad guy. Johnny Store five. A beach has sand, not grass. Dumbass kid. Out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, nice this was a kid. super. Yeah, she's never been to a beach before, dude. <laughs> she knows. Seriously, know. this was a super super solid episode. Finally, gunfire hurt someone's ears. Yeah. Also, the way they filmed this episode was great. The hospital scene of the Walker bang, Walkers banging on the door like Rick and company in Atlanta trapped. Also, really like the cold open. This show is way better than The Walking Dead when it comes to details, in my opinion. Uh, knew the beer Jimbo was going to die this episode when he screamed, I survived. Keep up the great work, guys. Thanks. Um, On the wind. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, Johnny Story wrote the same thing. Uh, side note, first half of the season ratings for people watching was 2.7 to 3.5 million. Since coming back from break, they haven't broken 2 million on Fear of the Walking Dead. That's unfortunate. So the ratings... It is, because yeah. the show has greatly improved. I hope more people would jump on. Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington, lover of Coors Light, says, <laughs> uh, Five, why dig a grave with your bare hands when you had a rake available out of five? Uh, my favorite episode of this current season, it shows how much the show has improved when I'm scoring episodes of Fear a four or five consistently. If AMC want to delay the parent show until next year and give us another eight episodes of Fear instead, I won't complain. I never thought I'd say that. Uh, I agree with Johnny. The cold open was good. It's a pity the car didn't crash nearer to a town. She could have built a booby trap fortress to rival Morgan's in clear after she lost her sanity. Hmm, interesting. Uh, DeRay Irvin wrote in, Five, damn those English teachers out of five. Uh, that cold open was heartbreaking and terrifying. Filthy woman is the worst. Mm. I really enjoyed this episode. As soon as old Jim Bob started acting like a full-blown jerk, I knew he was next on the chopping block. How dare he disrespect Morgan? Uh, the Alicia and Charlie mess was uh, silly, but as a mother, I can understand what Alicia was trying to do for the kid. I'm glad they found John's hat and seem to have found John and Strand. Hopefully these last two episodes make all of the separation worthwhile. Uh, Charlie Messing wrote in, uh, Well, I'm going with the four. Enjoyed this episode. They're definitely building to the end of the season nicely. I think Martha might see the light, or maybe not. What do I know? Anyway, yes, the beer man is gone. That's the real reason for the high rating. <laughs> Hated that guy. Just got done with last week's episode of uh, the podcast. Five out of five chub toads. More Russ equals ratings. You hear that, I Russ? Hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. humble. I, I agree. Russ is the OG, man, <laughs> for sure. 
And uh, if I also, um, yeah, if you uh, want to um, leave your comments next week, then by all means. We have some other fun stuff on the uh, thread here. Something I wanted to mention that was on the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group that I posted. Zombie Den, Bar of the Living Dead. Uh, the fifth, 50th anniversary of Night of the Living Dead is this uh, Halloween. And Pittsburgh is going all out. I mentioned last uh, podcast about the Heinz History Center with Living Dead to Walking Dead doing that huge zombie thing. Well, there's going to be a zombie pop-up bar yeah, right in downtown, not too far from the Heinz History Center. So if you want to make a weekend of it, you totally could. Cool. It's going to be called the Zombie Den, um, beginning October 3rd through November 3rd. And the bar that they're um, locating it in, the original Oyster House, some of the scenes from Night of the Living Dead were shot in the basement there. In you know, the basement scenes with the little girl and the parents, oh, right, and everything, right, yeah. they shot those in the basement of this bar. Um, they're going to the entire bar is going to be done up like a safe house during a zombie outbreak in Pittsburgh. There will be zombie themed cocktails. The zombie den will be filled with emergency protocols, safety signs, beacon lights, and other tools the patrons might use to help surviving the night. So you know, a lot of cool zombie stuff happening this Halloween in Pittsburgh. If you're in the area, it's definitely worth checking out. I know I'll be going down because the Oyster House is really cool anyway. But uh, you're going to turn into a zombie pop-up bar. That's a, that's a no-brainer. I'm there for sure. Nice. But but if you check out our Facebook group, you can check out and stuff like all kinds of stuff like that. Um, uh, again, we have the new uh, the new header now with the animated art done by Andrew Park. Really appreciate those uh, drawings of us as zombies. Very cool. Very much appreciated. Uh, so I just wanted to shout that out. There's a really funny um, a meme that Dre Irvin found uh, a ta- as a takeoff of the uh, Eminem album, um, the Eminem beef with uh, Machine Gun Kelly, but with Rick and Negan. It's pretty fun. I'll let you guys see that for yourself. And uh, all the other fun stuff. So definitely check out the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group when you can. Cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can uh, hear me, uh, as always, on this show, um, as well as It's All Connected. Uh, Iron Fist Season 2 is done. Uh, I think we're just trying to to coordinate a schedule to record. Um, We need to do it quick because Daredevil Season 3 is upon us. Um, Uh Uh-huh. you got to get on it. Before we know it. And there's going to be a lot of Marvel news coming out of uh, New York Comic Con. We just oh, yeah. things on. We've got Cloak and Dagger, Runaway is going to be showing off there. Um, the new season of The Gifted. Uh, all kinds of Marvel uh, stuff coming out of New York Comic Con. And, so. and as you yeah. listen to this podcast already, the trailer for Captain Marvel dropped this morning. So Did it? Where have I been? I've been adulting. I've been Tuesday morning. Stuff. It's going to be on in Good the future. Morning America. So. I'm sure our future selves really it, liked it. I'm sure we did. I, I, it was great. Um, yeah, so ch- so definitely check that out. And then uh, you can check Daryl Taylor and I out on Gotham by Geeks, uh, which we do every week with our host, Chris Campbell. And crickets. And crickets. And cigars. And yes. more crickets. Yes. And children. You know, we can check Daryl and me out over on Nothing's <laughs> On with our friend Donnie Salvo. Uh, as I said, you can check out more of my slick segues over there. Yeah. And we're going to be doing a spoiler cast soon on The Predator, which we mentioned a little bit tonight, but mm-hmm. we'll put more in depth on that if, you, if you've seen it or haven't seen it or whatever. Uh, we got the Emmys to cover this week. Uh, last week we covered the movie The Nun. 
which was interesting. Uh, Donnie saw that and gave a full review. We had a lot of cool stuff, talk about uh, news from the, uh, the land. It's more of a general TV and news, uh, TV and movie news uh, podcast, so definitely check that out. And you can check out our live play uh, D&D shows. We just did a live uh, Twitch stream from the UK on oldmagicgaming.com. Uh, which was really fun. We did a little play testing of Pathfinder 2.0, uh, the beta that's out right now, and we're about to be going into play testing on a beta for Americana, uh, a new nineteen set in the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, supernatural, uh, backwoods type uh, uh, RPG as well. But you can check out our podcast there, the Great Old Ones and uh, Crown of Queens. We take the RPG play, we edit it, we put some uh, sound effects in there, some really cool background music that we have cleared and. Uh, uh, turning kind of a radio play, and it's really fun to listen to and uh, fun to follow along with. That's all available at oldmagicgaming.com. Cool. Daryl? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, like Russ said, you can hear me and, and Jim. You can hear me on God by Geeks or Nothing's On. Uh, you can also uh, hear me on the TARDIS podcast now with Doctor Who about to start uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, you can join us as we... We uh, celebrate the world of Doctor Who and then prepare for the new show. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can check me out on the Twitters. Uh, the Voice123 is my Twitter. Um, you can also check me out on the Gram because I just look up Daryl Taylor and I'm there. I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So check me out, and uh, thank you, everybody, for being patient with us. Yes. yes. <laughs> it, has been a, it has been quite a summer. No doubt. But we're going into the uh, strong fall, uh, going into this, the fall stronger, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, AMC, uh, also in the news real quick, AMC released a new Walking Dead teaser. We saw him on horseback, as Russ mentioned. And they are promising a, another decade or more of the franchise. They sure did. It seems like a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan, but yeah. still. <laughs> I know, right? What are we going to talk about now? I mean, now, how be, far are we going to go? Are we going to yeah. be in the old folks' home discussing? <laughs> <laughs> Back in my in day, between, when Rick Grimes was that, leading yeah. this group, we wouldn't no, have I'm these I'm talking about Rick Grimes, Grandpa. I Nobody cares. I can't see the solicitations on the episode. <laughs> Give me my medication. Give me my pudding, too. Give me my medication. It's just going to become uh, uh, into the Badlands is what it will be. It'll, they'll Pretty push much. it out so far that, that that we'll find out that uh, that season 20 of everybody The Walking Dead Kung is season Fu. one of, of, of – Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows Badlands. Kung Fu. They're just fighting with swords and whatnot. It's there aren't any zombies left. There's no zombies. Yeah, it's just, just battles for no reason. Oh. And I also want to throw out, if you guys are horror fans of any stripe, there's a new movie out. It's a kind of a low-key movie, low um, low budget and low uh, promotion. It's called Mandy, Nicolas Cage. Uh, and it is the most mind-blowing horror movie I've seen probably since Cabin in the Woods. Can you listen to it? Can you listen to the album Mandy while watching Mandy? You can, but I w- the soundtrack of Mandy sounds like something that would have been done by John Carpenter in the eighties. So, oh. it's much. I'd much rather you know do that. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, if you're a horror fan, it's only a limited release right now. It's supposed to be streaming. Yeah, over. Yeah, but it's a super limited release. If you get a chance to see it, by all means, do so because it is a phenomenal. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
Cool. And if you're not on the Facebooks, you can also drop us an email at WDTV at HHWLOD.com, and we will either read it on the air if you so choose, or if you just yeah. want to just chat, we'll, we'll, we'll respond. We'll chat with you. Send us a line. Yeah. So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, don't get <laughs> in the sandbox. That's right. <laughs> it's not a good look. No. Good night, everybody. <laughs>